Everyone who, like, I feel should say sorry to yeah. believes in their head that they're yeah, the ones exactly. in the right. He was like, well, I think you're artistic, and I want to see all the art that's on your Instagram page. I'm like, well, joke's on you, dude. I have no art on there. Hi there, and welcome to the Millennial Podcast. Yeah. I said, you're messing with my emotions? I'm a sensitive person. That's what happened. Well, hello, dark screen. Hi. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to like a robot. So scary movie. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm actually very off put by it. <laughs> like who's behind the camera? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, what? You have no idea what I'm doing behind here. Yeah, no, that's the scariest part. Am I here? <laughs> or is this a voice recording? Like, <laughs> I feel like I just opened an email to like a secret message or something. Right? Some like dark web <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's like meet us at nine o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> right. It's like the next TM documentary where I'm going to be like, okay, now I want darkest secrets. <laughs> then we can switch to some blackmail. And then at the end, you have to send me nudes. Honestly, I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I do feel like a voyeur. Yeah, you sure feel super cool right now because... I don't. I feel creepy. It's really creepy. <laughs> I just keep looking away from my iPad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm super uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it's like some early uh, computer shit, like in the early 2000s chat rooms. <laughs> yeah, like you're really keeping me on my toes. Like, I almost feel like I should be like changing my voice to like a robot. <laughs> I don't deserve a normal voice right now. Yeah, no, you don't. Whatever. Oh, man. Yo, your fucking intervention episode you were telling me about yesterday. Oh, the, um, God, which one was, I watched so many. I watched like seven yesterday. The fucking hand sanitizer. Oh, the hand sanitizer. How could I forget that one? That one was crazy. That that guy who was addicted to alcohol, like he had a pretty deep... He was, by the way, he was 22 years old. And his liver wasn't processing alcohol, like, like at all. That's how much he drank. How old was he started? He started drinking when he was like 17. And people, so when I went on the intervention directory after, there was, like, people mad at the producers for not stepping in. But I think they can. I don't think that they can. I mean, they can, but it's better TV if they don't. And he basically was, like, shaking because he his body wasn't processing liquor, so he was getting drunk faster. And he was in the hospital for, like, six days detoxing. And he was, like, sitting in his hospital bed. And he looks over and sees, like, the hand sanitizer machine. 
And he's like, I know that that has liquor. I know that has alcohol in it. I'm just going to go over there and pour my cup filled with it. And he poured half of his cup with a hand sanitizer and the rest of water. And he's just drinking it <sighs> at the fucking hospital. And honestly, like, at least he was at the hospital in case anything were to happen. You know? That's insane. God, it was so disgusting. It was, like, not as gross as the mouthwash lady, but pretty equal. You know how, like, there's a burn after pop? Mm. Can you imagine what the burn after hand sanitizer is? You know what he said? He had the audacity to be like, that was, this isn't that bad. Well, of course. You're chugging fucking Purell on camera. God, like, intervention's just, like, this deep, dark hole I'm in right now, and... The deeper I go into it, the most the the more absurd it honestly gets. The episodes, that's like true trash. At the end of it, at least like with like Real Housewives and shit like that, the Kardashians they'll always say it's scripted, and yeah. the majority of it is. The reactions aren't, but like the storylines are, shit like that. Where you're literally you're making money off of people's like problems like their tragedy like they have a horrible life like when you watch like my 600 pound mm-hmm. life and shit like that they're oh, yeah. to watch but to the point that you stop watching them because you just become super fucking depressed that's probably why you haven't been feeling good because you've been watching <laughs> intervention <laughs> i'm like picking up on all of their energy Probably. I don't know why I'm like watching it so much. I just, I really need to stop watching it. I, I, I do agree with that. I feel like sometimes if you watch certain TV shows constantly, you get like in this really weird mood. Oh, like, yeah. Like, um, I remember when I was younger, I used to watch 48 hours. Do you, have you ever seen that? Yes. It's on Annie. I used to watch that so much to the point that it would make me super depressed. Like, because that's not a show that you should be watching, like, every single day. No. Well, that's, like... they show shit. Right. That's, like, I fell down a hole with my 600-pound life. Mm-hmm. And after a while, like, you watch those shows, it's just so fucking depressing. You can't... Yes. You have to, like, watch something else. Because none of it ever really gets better. No, it doesn't. Most people fail than actually succeed on that show, especially in, like, the later seasons. Like, that first oh, yeah. season was great because it followed people for six years. I'm 600 Pound Life? The first season, because it was like a mini-series. Oh, wow. It was like a doc series that they did. I know. So, that. you followed, like, like a few stories, maybe four. There might have been six. I'm not sure. But there was a lot of stories, and it was all really fucking interesting. Like, there was one story where it was... um the girl wanted to lose weight so she could have a baby. Like that was her dream. She does it. She loses the weight, but she was like so big that previously her husband would have to help her when she lost the weight and didn't need her husband anymore. He cheated on her and like left her. And this is all like captured on the fucking show. They had another girl where like you see her journey with her family and then her family like just slowly starts dying off through the years. So like what? it's kind of really fucking crazy to watch because you go through so much with these people. That's like super sad. Mm. 
Yeah, I um I remember when I like first moved into my apartment like a couple years ago, I remember I was on like a 600 pound life kick and it was because of you because you're you kept talking about it and I was like I have to watch it yeah and I watched like this I remember watching this episode with this mom and the, this daughter who both just like fed into each other's like eating addiction and habits and I remember thinking like I'm like how does I remember thinking like how does Aaron watch this all the time <laughs> Like, that's I'm the fucking first thing shocked. I well, you know, yeah. I watch TLC and I get mad. Yeah, you do. You're like an old lady. You just I do. I'm like, this shouldn't be on television. <laughs> you shouldn't be showing this. As I, click, as I click on the next episode. I know. I remember being like, how was, like, I was trying to eat, like, I, I just feel like I have this weird thing where, like, I can't eat food if I'm watching certain stuff. Oh, yeah. You really like, can't eat and watch that show like my stomach's like no that doctor though he's so fucking savage with those people no he's mean he's so fucking mean <laughs> my cousin my cousin will write facebook things about 600 pound life are you kidding me yeah no i'm not kidding like she loves that show she talks about it all the time it's because she had um she had gastric bypass surgery. I get it, but like, I don't get people that get really like into reality shows to the point where like they tweet about the people that are on the show. Oh, she talks about the doctor all the time. She like will post pictures of him on Instagram and say how much she loves him. I always <laughs> think about what's going to happen when he dies because he's like, he was old when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Because remember, like, before they had my 600-pound life, he did all those, like, obese shows, like the 600-pound teen, the half-ton mom. There was this yes. one. Oh, my God. I don't know if you ever saw it. It wasn't, like, an episode of my 600-pound life. <laughs> this is really fucked up. But it was one of those, like, doc specials where it was about this woman who was, like, so big. She, like crushed her nephew and didn't realize it like her she suffocated and killed her like little nephew because oh my god he got stuck underneath her and she didn't know so like the whole point of this like documentary that they did it was on tlc it was like before they did all those like shows mm-hmm. was just like watching this woman try to lose weight after this horrific accident that you could never recover from happens. That's terrible. Isn't that just such a fucking train ride? God. They really just love making money off of people's misery is really all it is. Oh, yeah. I think it's so funny, like, how everyone's so into my... um, What's the new one now? Um, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I... I binge watched it on Hulu like a while ago and I definitely saw the appeal, but it's again, it's the same type of energy I feel about those shows where it's like, okay, I watch it and then I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can move on. I don't have to like wait for the new season. Like I'm not texting my friends like, oh, the new season's on next week. Cause that's not the energy I get with that. I watched, like, the first couple seasons, and it's one of those shows that, like, as it goes on, you can tell, like, people are just, like, going on it to try to get famous. 
Oh, it's, sure. it's like catfish where like, you know, it started off really fucking interesting. And now it's just like, this is a little much like you can tell it's an obvious setup. Like, obviously, these people aren't going to fucking work. Oh, yeah. It's like 100 percent obvious that that's not what's going to happen. But I just. I don't I I. I think it's funny. Like, the idea behind the show is pretty funny. My parents love that fucking show. They watch it all the time. Oh, your mom probably fucking just dogs those people. Oh, yeah. Like, if I ever did that, she would probably have a heart attack. You should prank her and be like, Mom, I met a guy. He (laughs) lives in Guatemala. We're in love. Doesn't have electricity, but I'm going. I wouldn't be her daughter anymore. She would take your passport. (laughs) No, she would come with me. (laughs) She wouldn't let you get on the plane. She'll be like, I'm going. (laughs) She'll be like, she'd go petition the court. She'd be like, my daughter's unwell. (laughs) (laughs) He's just using you. That's what she'll tell me. (laughs) Some of those ones are just so fucking crazy. Like... I don't know, like the idea of having to be financially responsible for someone for ten no. years—absolutely no. not. No, <laughs> that's stress. I can't even be financially responsible for myself, right? Like I've dated some broke motherfuckers before, but like that just <laughs> like someone on some other fucking level. Do Do you remember the Do Do you remember the couple? It was like this older lady. She was, like, dating this younger guy named, like, Louise or something. Oh, my God. It was, like, on the first couple seasons. And it was so obvious he was only into her because of the green card. Yeah, and she had, like, a daughter. Like, her daughters were living with her. And he was, like, such a fucking creep with her one daughter. Is this the guy who, like, went to work and, like, never came home? (laughs) Because I remember that being a (laughs) storyline. He's like, I'm going to the factory. And then, like, he never came home. And she was, like, searching the town for him. And then (laughs) she found him with some girl in, like, Florida, some older woman who, like, just basically was like, we're just a hookup and, like, left his ass. I don't know if that's the one. I just remember, like, her brother wanting to take him to a strip club for his like bachelor party and she was so mad about it and it was just again like you said obvious that he was just with her because she was like making some money from owning like a business or something I don't remember that though that's hilarious maybe it's a different person because this dude would also be like in my religion we can't do anything but kiss like that's what he told her (laughs) What? I don't remember that being him. Yeah. He was like some really young guy and she was like some older woman. Like he was in his 20s and she was like in his 50s. Yeah, that's maybe it is them. I don't know though. She was like a big blonde lady. Oh no, this guy, this guy was different. Oh, wait. That was, was she kind of like homely looking? Obviously. And he. She met him online. <laughs> Duh. Um, and none of these he- people are winners on the show. <laughs> I mean, there's a few, there's like an exception to the rule every here and there. 
I think I know what you're talking about. Like, was he like, he had like black hair. Yeah. She had glasses. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> that couple too was funny. Um, she was really, she was very, um, clingy with him. I remember. But yes, I do remember that happening. He also Um, was like, when he found out that she was in credit card debt, he was like, I don't want to take on your financial problems. (laughs) And she was like crying because she's like, I don't know if we're going to get married. (laughs) Didn't she have kids too? Yeah. And they were just like, mom, he's using you. (laughs) she never listens they never do no they never do because they they're in like so much denial like there's another one too that one girl she was like this blonde girl she was like a little bit more heavy set and she's a young chick yes and she went and he was like i didn't know how that she was so big Do you remember that? <laughs> That's the guy. Oh, and she was also using Snapchat filters. So yes. like he, he had like he got a t-shirt with her um face made, like to meet her at the airport, and then he realized when he seen her that was not the girl in his shirt. And <laughs> it was so fucked up. Another TLC moment. Cause like all of his friends are in the background just laughing. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up when you really say it out loud it's like hoarders when they're showing you their piss collection oh. <laughs> like these people like therapy ain't gonna solve it you know what i had a conspiracy theory about him though i think he knew that she was bigger because and her, even though her pictures were filtered she still had very obvious chubby cheeks and he would, like, make comments about her weight, but I feel like he low-key liked that she was a bit heavier. Probably. He stayed with me. I don't think he wanted people to know that, though. Oh, well, yeah, that's always a thing. But I, I'm like, how did you not know that she might have potentially been chubby? Like, her picture, is, it's not like her face is super skinny. I'm just going to be honest with you. If it's, like, some blonde chick, like, and she's into <laughs> you, and you're from, like, somewhere else, chances are. <laughs> He's fat. I know that's mean to say, but fuck. He probably does like online karaoke. That's probably <laughs> how they met. Chat roulette. I think they're still together to this day. Probably. She's like obsessed with him. Like in her mind, that's the hottest guy she'll ever get. Well, good for her. Which, you know, let's not. Let's not jump the gun here, people. There's a world full of people on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the internet's full of, like, just straight-up weirdos. Yeah, no. I I personally could never do that. It would just, it would not be worth the anxiety for me. <laughs> like, I'm okay. I'm too paranoid. Of, yeah, like, and also that. People around me to like even oh no way I would think of I I don't even want to go into what I think I would just be like just weird (laughs) just weird (laughs) no one in my family would take it seriously they would think I was having a breakdown I mean honestly same my mom would probably stay with me for like a couple of weeks to make sure I was okay I feel like you're not leaving I'll drive you to work 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he send you an email telling you he was a prince? <laughs> <laughs> I would have to believe it, obviously. Right? If it's in an email, it must be true. Yeah, it's how you know it's legit. Just yeah, just send me like a Photoshop picture of you wearing a crown or something, and I'll be I'll buy it. I get so many spam emails in my um, one folder. Like it's always Chase Bank, your account's been compromised, PayPal. And it's just like, I don't have any of these things. (laughs) So like you motherfuckers like suck. This like girl I worked with, work with, she almost fell for an online scam. This guy was like asking her to wire him like $10,000 and she almost did. Why? I have no idea why, because she's older, and I think she just doesn't understand that that can happen. And then we, like, saved her life. We all told her not to do it. We're like, he's just scamming you for money. She's like, I don't know. I think he really needs it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know someone who, like, years ago, like, I'm talking, like, this is almost 10 years ago. Her friend came to her and was like, hey can you wire this money and I'll give you a hundred dollars. So she didn't think anything of it and she did it. (laughs) Flash forward to a couple months later, her house gets raided. Oh my God. Come to find out like the money she had wired was for like all these drugs over in China. (gasps) Oh, And it was so fucking big of a deal. They put it in the newspaper along with her name. (laughs) And it was like conspiracy for like drug trafficking and shit like that. It all like got like thrown out eventually. But yeah, it was one of those same things where like she only made like a hundred dollars in the fuck, like, out of the whole thing, she didn't even know what she was doing in the paper. They had it sounded like she was some fucking drug lord, like a part of, like, this huge conspiracy of Macomb County. She had to, like, delete her, like, Facebook for a while and everything because people just started blowing her shit up over it. That's, like, so scary. Oh, I know. I would, like, that's, yeah, no, I would, no. Nope. <laughs> Could not even imagine yourself in the situation. How much did she even send wire over? Maybe, maybe it was a couple thousand. What? <laughs> and she didn't think about it? No. She just thought she was just like doing her friend a solid. I'll give you $100 if you send a couple thousand dollars on wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's not fair. What would your reaction be if I asked you that? I feel like the fuck you think I got $2,000. No, I'll be like, here, here's $2,000. I just need you to make a deposit in your name. (laughs) I'll be like, you might be like, this better be for a nice vacation we're going. (laughs) All I know is this better be for some good fucking reason. 
Do you ever see that like one movie came out in like the late nineties, but it was about like those two girls who um they went on some trip somewhere and like they met a guy and they accidentally like uh smuggled cocaine and got caught and got thrown into some like crazy like foreign prison where they were like abused. No, it sounds familiar though, actually. Yeah, it was a big movie. I can't think of the name of it. <clears throat> No, I can't think of I can't think of it. To was be it honest. like Broken Kingdom or something like that? <laughs> Broken Kingdom. <laughs> it was something fucking crazy <laughs> like that. Why would that be a movie? That would be the name of it. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> It'd be like two girls. This is what I do. I just Google like crazy shit. Um, it's. <laughs> no, that movie is not it. <laughs> okay, what is it? Is Broken Kingdom something? It's a real movie. Yeah. It has Rachel Lee Cook in it. What's it about? The summary is so funny. Men are always crazy about power. Oh my god. <laughs> power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Even as they know who would be the king, they deny him his right because he has not towed their evil line. <laughs> this is some movie I'd have to take my grandma to go see. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 2012. What is... Oh, wait. It is that movie. <laughs> Why was that the overview of the movie? I literally thought it was about a night. Yeah, it's for it's um lofty hills of Hollywood. A fourteen-year-old prostitute girl and an American writer forge a strange companionship. Um, I don't know. This looks weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, definitely not the movie we're thinking of. It has. <laughs> oh God! It only has one review. <laughs> Broken Down Palace. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Paste Magazine did a review on it. What'd they say? <laughs> um, it has one star. <laughs> oh, God. I bet whoever wrote that review is bitter. <laughs> okay. Um, I found... Th- once you're done with your thing, I found the movie we were talking about. Okay, um, I'm done with Broken Kingdom. It's it's a bad boy college romance. That is not what I would get from the name. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, the movie I'm talking about came out in 1999. Oh, <laughs> It's called Broken Down Kingdom, and it cost $25 million to make, and it only made $10 million. Oh, Jesus. That's so bad. Lifelong best friends, graduate, <laughs> t- and take a trip. Um, oh, wait. Hold on. Why, <laughs> Why would you go to Thailand? <laughs> like, that is not somewhere I want to go after, like, I'm 18. Like, 
No, not at all. Alice talks Darlene into going to Thailand. After comparing prices of both the destinations, you know what? Sometimes you, quality over quantity. Right. <laughs> right. If you begged me to go to Thailand, I would be like, uh, no. I have nightmares about being in foreign places where no one speaks English. <laughs> That's fair. It's anxiety. I like, I don't, it's horrible. Okay, so they get to Thailand, they meet this Australian man, criminal, who calls himself (laughs) Nick Parks. Unknown to them, Nick Parks is a drug smuggler. Darlene, particularly smitten with Nick, and convinces Allison to take Nick's upper, to, to take Nick's offer to treat the two of them to a day trip to Hong Kong. No way. You're on vacation and some guy's like, hey, I'm going to pay for you to go on another vacation. Only for a day, though. Like, that yeah, doesn't no. sound suspect. That's a bit suspect. You know what, girls? I was on your side. <coughs> yeah, no. While boarding their flight, shocker, they get seized by the police, and the girls are shocked to discover that their bags contain heroin. okay the two girls are interrogated by the thai police and they sign a confession a confession written in thai which she which one of the victims foolishly thinks is her statement claiming their innocence shocker they just signed a confessing that they committed the crimes this is a lifetime I, movie, and this was in fucking theaters. I would not sign any papers. I'm not signing shit. They get fucking 33 years. Holy shit. They is this to- a real life story? Um, Does this happen to people? The Wikipedia page, and it's not saying that it's based off anything. Okay. I feel like this would happen to somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I've kind of read towards the end. Only one of the girls gets out, and they and she leaves the other one. But this <laughs> promises to come back. <laughs> <laughs> the females supporting females. I would be a female supporting females. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed at you. I don't think I would be able to call you my friend anymore. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Be like, wow, this friendship meant nothing to you. This is true life, but I know it's not funny. But you know, like the part in like the Amanda Knotts documentary when she's like talking, she was like, they were interrogating me in Italian and then they were smacking me and calling me a liar. (laughs) And you're just like, that is like the most terrifying thing on the planet because everyone hates Americans. So, like, of course, I can see why they'd want to like throw us in fucking their jails and not believe us. Is that what you're afraid of? Um, to be smacked around and yelled at in a different language. I mean, I'm, 
at this point in my life, I'll do anything for a good story. <laughs> and I've kind of already experienced that at the hospital. I've never been hit before, but I've totally oh, okay. cussed out in like a foreign language. You got really concerned for a second. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just confessed to, like, abuse. <laughs> You're so, I'm happy we're having this confession on our podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. This is a groundbreaking moment. This is going to get us <laughs> our audience. People are really going to listen to us now. <laughs> But like, why would why would that happen to us? Though? <laughs> like, we would be the people like going to fucking Salem, and some shit would happen. No, no, no. I've learned from the airports. They tell you do not leave your bags unattended. <laughs> like, I, okay. I'm not touching anyone's shit. I would be like, red flag, red flag, red... Oh, no way. I feel like somebody would definitely target us. Mm. (laughs) Someone comes to you at your job. I'm just going (laughs) to leave this package here with you. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Is that okay? Uh, I'm too nice, too. I'd be like, all right. (laughs) You can give me your luggage. Yeah, you would be in the the police storm. I'll watch it for you. I know you've never been on a plane before, but that's a big deal at the airport. You can't watch anyone else's luggage. Okay, that's nice to know now. But that's fine, because I know when we finally get you on a plane, I'm going to have to, like, wheel you with a wheelchair, because you're going to be that medicated. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the bar before we go on the fucking flight. At least I'm not a disruptive drunk. I was shocked that my dad made it. He went to England, Paris, and Germany. Wow, by himself? Yeah. I was like, he's not going to get past customs. But he did. (laughs) He did. You know, I asked him, I'm like, how was it over there? Like, was it cool? This was my father's fucking response. It's just like over here, but which castles? <laughs> oh my god. Like that was my dad's like European experience. That's all he got from it. That's amazing. Was he meeting somebody there? Just like went by himself for fun. Yeah, uh, no, he was with someone, but Okay. He um he got into a, a fight with some like guy at the Eiffel Tower because <laughs> he the guy wanted him to buy souvenirs. Oh God! Oh my and dad! My dad gets in fucked up situations with people like that, like because they assume that they can sell to him. But my dad's not going to buy anything. There was one time we were up in Mackinac City. We walked into like this um candy shop, and the lady was like, "Popcorn, popcorn, try my popcorn." And he was like, "No, thank you, ma'am. I just ate." And she's like, no, no, try popcorn, try popcorn. He's like, no, thank you, ma'am. I just ate. (laughs) And she kept, like, trying to get him to eat popcorn (laughs) to the point where he was just like, I said no, thank you. And then he ran out of the store. Oh, my God. Oh. I mean, why would she massacre him so much? Because she was, it was a hard sell. It was a sales tactic. I think she thought she could break him. 
I've never seen that in sales. I mean, as Bath and Body Works has the same energy. Oh, <clears throat> I I try not to even make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm like, I know what I want. And, and you're like, always so fucking nice. Like, I'm always the first one to be like, no, no, thank you. And you're like, oh. You know, can I tell you why I'm like that? <laughs> because I grew up with my mom, who's like, not nice to anybody when we go out. And I, like, told myself when I got older, I wouldn't be like that. That's why I'm nice to everybody. <laughs> like, it's embarrassing when your mom calls people names because they don't open the door for her. <laughs> That's why I'm nice. <clears throat> Mom's a G, though. I mean, I wish I could be... Like, honestly, I wish I, like, learned... It in the same way she does which is like no that's a boundary of mine but I did it I just learned it where I was like I don't want to be like this when I'm older <laughs> well yeah because as a kid it was mortifying excuse me I like honest honest to god like wish I took that information differently but I did <laughs> I can't think of whose mom it was but she used to always come into like the party store that I worked at the time and I remember one day she just walks in and she has this huge fucking black eye. She, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Dude, she was picking her kids up from the library across the street from like our old school. And I guess like there's these kids in the road, like these girls. She, she was like explaining the story and she's like, well, you know. As like, a kid, I was afraid of adults. Like, this is how the story starts. So you're already like, oh. She, like, gets out of her car. So, like, it's a total Karen situation. Like, and she's like, get out of the streets, you kid. <laughs> I guess one of the girls turned around and just punched her in the fucking face. What? Yeah, so I have never understood the need to be, like, confrontational for no reason. Sometimes, like, definitely sometimes you do need to stand your ground with people. But, like, people who, like, no, thank you. No, like, I just, like, you just never know, like, what anyone's going to do. You know what I mean? People are crazy. I was just reading People are crazy. They had that one story happened a few years ago in Detroit where... Um, basically, these two women got into a fight over a guy in a parking lot. The one Mm -hmm. girl went to go run the other girl over with her car. And the other chick who was about to get ran over pulled out her gun and shot this girl dead. What? Yes. And, like, the family was seeking justice for the woman who got shot and killed but they couldn't do anything legally because technically <clears throat> the other woman was defending herself. Wow. It's and kind of like what happened with that Burger King situation. Well, yeah, Where, except that was over fries. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it all just seems stupid to me. Like what people fight about or argue about. Well, look at like when the lockdown first happened up in Flint where... That guy at the dollar store just told that woman that her kid need to have a mask on. And she went home and her husband and other kid went up there and shot that security guard dead. Like, unnecessary. Oh, yeah, that is unnecessary. So I, 
I <clears throat> always feel for people who like you're working shit jobs like that, like retail work, yeah. fucking grocery store. Yeah. Like, man, they're just doing their fucking jobs. Let them be. I agree. I agree. I'll be a dick. Yeah, I um <clears throat> so I do plan on watching that freeway movie. Oh, you're gonna fucking love it. They're talking about. But I feel like there was something else that you watched recently that you were telling me about. I could be wrong though. Maybe, I don't know. Can't think of anything. <clears throat> I've been like I, feel- I don't know. I've been consumed with work. Oh, yeah. And how much I hate it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Especially now. Do you think we're going to get a second lockdown? Honestly, <clears throat> there's like, what, 10 million cases right now in the U.S.? 10 million cases. <clears throat> so, I mean, part of me thinks so. But then also a part of me feels like people are too hesitant to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who knows? Like, it all depends on the hospitals, honestly, at this point. If hospitals feel like they can't take any more people, then we probably will. Yeah, we'll see. But well, yeah, know. but it's like, I don't know, because I feel like at the rate it's going, we should. Yeah, I went <laughs> to the grocery store today. I was surprised, I was surprised by how packed it was. And, like, toilet paper and paper towel are starting to go up in price. So, yeah. it's like the stores are acting like something's going to happen. But whoever knows, it's paranoia. So. Well, yeah, and people, <clears throat> like, you know, get anxious because they don't want to, like, go without just in case. Did you see Kanye's tweet about, like, not being president? Uh, honestly, I've just been avoiding anything that comes out of his mouth. But no, please explain. What did he say? He was just like, Kanye 2024. <laughs> okay. He's not ever... His, like, own wife didn't even vote for him. So, that tells you everything you need to know about that situation. <laughs> the fact that he tweeted his entire experience voting like from filling out the ballot to submitting it like the poor worker that probably had to help him through every bit of it i just don't know if he's like if he really thinks he was gonna win or if he's just being a troll at this point you know i i don't know maybe he i i don't know i think he possibly thought he could win I think he's one of those type of people who believe that they believe in God so much that if they say they want it, God's going to provide it for them. He seems to have that type of personality. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not ever going to happen, but we'll, we'll just let him live his like little, little universe dream right now. Did you see Alex Trebek died? Oh yeah. It's sad. His cancer progressed so fast. That's what happens with that type of cancer. Ugh, terrible. 
<clears throat> they have new episodes up until after Christmas, though, so. Well, that's good. At least there's still something. But I didn't realize he was, I didn't realize it was stage four, I guess, myself. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, weird. It's kind of like somebody that you've seen on TV, like, your whole life. Exactly. You know? But I don't know if you think they're going to bring back that show with a new host. I don't know if a new host would work. He's been doing that show for 30 years. Yeah, I agree. I think it just wouldn't be the same at this point. Do they really need to, like... Can it just be one of those shows that just goes, like, Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I know, like, The Price is Right has a following, but that's daytime game shows, I feel, are a little different. Like, that's those, like, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are, like, the two night shows that people really pay attention to, aside from, like, Family Feud. I used to love, um, when I was younger, I used to love watching the game show network. Oh, I know. That was the best. Have you ever watched that documentary about The Price is Right? About the Um, guy who um, memorized all the prices? Yeah, that was interesting. I remember that. There was also one about that guy who, like, memorized the whammies. And that whammy game. I'm going to sound so stupid right now. but like I think that's Wheel of Fortune. Or uh, um, what the fuck we were just talking about. The Price is Right. It is? Yeah. The No Whammy? I believe that's Price is Right. Oh. The only game shows I've ever really truly watched were, like, the kids' ones that were, like, on Nickelodeon. Oh, no, it was Press Your Luck. I don't know what that one was. This is the one where, like, you have to go, like, the, it's in a square, and you can land anything, but you can't land on, you can't land on this, like, little creature dude. I don't believe in any of these shows. Like, I, I don't understand a lot of them and how they work. But there's, like, only one guy who, he, like, rigged it. He, like, learned how to not get the whammy. I'm not surprised. I mean, look at that fucking Price is Right documentary. People literally memorize <clears throat> that, like, the prices and products from that show for years. Like, that guy had... All computers and disk drives full of just the prices and the products that were on the price of right. And he would constantly quiz himself on it. People get really into game shows. Was that the same guy who like hid money in his walls and stuff? Mm, I don't think so. But that's the one where like they won so much money that it was right after Drew Carey took over that because they oh, interviewed yeah. him in the documentary and he was like, yeah, he's like right then and there. He's like, the show's over with. He's like, I thought they were going to cancel us because um, there's like a lot of rules for like TV game shows. Is there, I guess I never like looked up any of them. Yeah. It's actually like, there's some pretty hefty fines and like regulations you have to follow to have a game show. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. What's the one that, like, Wayne Brady hosts where, like, there's different, like, rooms to pick or whatever? Dude, I was watching that show at the gym today. I I used to watch it when I – because it used to come on during my break. 
Yeah. I have no idea what the, I, I don't understand how people win that show. It's just everyone wears like costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. excited. And they, it's like higher or lower, but they have a bunch of different games. I don't fucking know, but people always fucking lose money. Like, it'll be like, do you want this hundred dollars or do you want to try for like $10,000? And then people like waste all their fucking spins or whatever the fuck they get and they walk away just like heartbroken that they didn't win anything even though they had the chance they could have just walked away oh it's called um let's make a deal yeah interesting yeah i my that 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 show's old they used to be on like way back in the day all those shows are but i remember being super confused by that show i used to always want to be on double dare but only because I wanted to play on, like, the play sets. Double dare. With your family. Legends of the Hidden Temple I always wanted to do. That was, like, the one I least wanted to do. Why? Because, like, it was pretty scary if you made it to the temples and those motherfuckers would grab you. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's you hit the nail on the head. That was, like, the one no-go for me. And then also, like, the anxiety I would have to put together the fucking silver monkey at the end. Oh, I know. And it was only, like, three pieces. A yeah. top, a bottom, and, like, a middle. And no one could ever figure it out. I honestly would have lost sleep over that. Because at night, I would think to myself, why, how did I not get that puzzle? Like, I know myself. It would just have bothered me for so many years. Do you ever figure it out? Oh, I used to love figure it out. That one used to gross me out, though. <clears throat> sometimes, really? um, well, sometimes it would be like my dog can lick me in the mouth. Or it was always weird shit. Or like my bird will eat fucking seeds out of my tongue. <laughs> there was weird ones like that. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't. Ugh, that shit grosses me out. That show was on for a really long time, though. Yeah. It was on from 97 to 2013. But obviously, had different hosts and stuff. Yeah, Summer Sanders. I would love to go on YouTube and rewatch those episodes. We should do that. That would be great. They're all on YouTube. Ooh. I hope there had to be drama, like all those Disney young stars. These Nickelodeon fuckers. Oh yeah, in. yeah, the Nickelodeon people. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Does he have game shows? Um, not that I know of. If they do, they're probably not as popular. I can't really think of any. I I doubt that they do. I think they're more just like their little TV shows. Yeah, they did have like the TV shows because they had like That's So Raven, Smart Guy. I used to watch Growing Pains on there, which Growing Pains is such a fucked up show, but I so want to fucking rewatch it. Which I one? Remember- Growing Pains. That one used to. Oh, that one used to be super fucking. There would be episodes that were super fucked up in that one. <laughs> there was, wasn't there? Like I remember when like Carol's boyfriend dies. <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> I did not get it. I remember being like, I don't understand. And like years later, you're like, well, it was a sitcom. It was a soap opera because I remember just being so confused because she had like literally went to go visit him in the hospital. And then they're like, he had internal bleeding. He died. <laughs> oh, and it was over like a, like a simple car crash. It was like, he wasn't even really banged up. 
I I would love for them to have that that show on somewhere. That'd be great. That would be super great. That's a good. I mean, they're starting to slowly bring back all of these TV shows mm-hmm. on all like Netflix and Hulu and shit. So well, they can't bring back Seventh Heaven because like the father was like a child molester. Oh, I know. That's okay though. I didn't really like. I did not resonate with that show. It was uh, too church. It was too churchy for me. Yeah, that was one of those shows I may have watched waiting for, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something else that was on afterwards, but I never really watched it. I was watching, like, a YouTube <clears throat> clip where it was, like, most ridiculous scenes from 7-Eleven or 7th Heaven, and there's one episode where, like, this one girl, like, joins a gang and then gets <laughs> beat up by a gang, and it was just, like, these white people <laughs> in, like, suburbia. I remember that episode. There's like this um, YouTube channel that will find ridiculous TV shows and they'll basically like, they'll vo- do voiceovers and it's hysterical and I don't know what it's called, but they did a voiceover of that whole episode. And I just like remember watching that when I was a kid and being like, "What well, that is that going to happen to me? Oh my God. I'm not ready for high school. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to go anymore. I remember watching like the E! True Hollywood Story to Growing Pains because that's another fucking sitcom where like the people were all fucked up on it. The chick who played uh, Carol Seaver had like a crazy eating disorder. Like she was anorexic to the point where she almost died. Like they made lifetime movies about it. And And I think she played it, which was even weirder. That's weird. That's so weird. And like they would write fat jokes into the TV show in like the first couple seasons. And that's what like started her having like an eating disorder. She would only eat like carrots. And I guess like if you only eat carrots, your like skin turns orange. What? Yeah, that's what I learned from that fucking show. Oh, this girl. Yeah. She was in a ton of stuff. I only know her from Growing Pains. Like, she was in, like, a bunch of Lifetime movies. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's her stick. But. That's where she's getting that bag from. Alan Thick. Oh, I forgot Leonardo DiCaprio was in the show. Yep. He played, I think, what was his name? Luke? Dang, she, you, know, like, you know all about Growing Pains. homeless boy. Bang girl. Right. You're like a Growing Pains. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. I was like super big on watching like Saved by the Bell. and Never got into that one. And um, like Dawson's Creek. I love fucking Dawson's Creek. I can probably watch. I, I honestly sometimes often want to rewatch that again. I was just having a conversation at work about how like Dawson's Creek was one of those shows I was never able to get into. I'm like obsessed with it I own like every season on DVD and I also have a Pacey and Dawson Funko Pop action figure like it's like one of those things for me like everyone has like One Tree Hill and shit I'm like nope it's all about Dawson's Creek baby I have Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah everyone has their like nostalgic teen drama slash TV show that they just like resonate with and 
Not that I like at all understand Dawson's Creek logic because they're like a bunch of fucking rich kids that live on like Cape Cod, but you know, whatever. A girl can dream. Right. It made sense when you were nine. Yeah, it really did. I, I, and I also like Fresh Prince of Bel Air was like my other favorite show yes. growing up. Ken and Kel was my jam. Loved it. I fucking love Ken and Kel, all that. Like, I like never got into Disney shows at all. I was not a Disney person. I hated it because it felt too like teeny boppy to me. But like, I love Nickelodeon shows because they felt like a bit more raw. Like the way that it was like acted and all the like, Yeah, the, I can the, see that. Because like a lot of the storylines were super real. Not like real as like it would really happen, but like they some of the like Keanu Kel had some dark moments. There was some like dark acting in that show. It wasn't all funny. I felt like Disney Disney shows, like the way it's acted, it just feels so like campy to me. Like I could I just never got into it. Like people who are like, oh, I used to watch like Zach and Cody. What was it called? Like Zach and that Cody. was that was like bef- that was after us though. Like, like should, it wasn't really. I don't know. Yeah, like, that never, was more so like when my brother was younger. Oh, uh, maybe but, that's what it is, man. Maybe like Nickelodeon, like during our childhood, was just like more present. Oh, without a doubt, like it definitely like kid shows have definitely gotten dumbed down. That's why kids don't like them anymore. Kids are more likely to have a favorite YouTuber right now than like a favorite fucking cartoon character or tv show because like i look forward to watching all that every saturday night oh snick yes that was my shit right are you afraid of the dark my mom would like get pizza and then we would just watch nickelodeon at night on the living room floor that yeah it was the best. Like, that was, like, my, like, honestly, like, if I can go back at any point in my life, like, I would just love to fucking be a kid watching Snick at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock. <clears throat> fucking loved it, dude. Kablam. Yes. And what was so cool about all that was, like, it was, they had, like, live performances all the time. Like, on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. They'd have, like, TLC and all them. Oh, like, I remember Spice Girls being on mm-hmm. all that. I was so excited. They did get a lot of big, like, groups at that time. They, they did. But what sucks is that when they um replayed all that, because remember, they, like, brought it back, um like, the late night Nickelodeon. Um, like, uh, Kenan Thompson was hosting it. Yeah, I remember um, So they would replay all these old shows at like really late at night but they never played the musical guests at the end um and I was looking up why and they were just saying how they like don't have the copyright anymore for any of that stuff oh yeah they would have to pay money to the artist that's just like the reason like Daria took so long to come out on DVD was because when it was on its original run they would use like whatever the hot song was at that moment on the episodes well, they didn't want to pay those artists, so they had to go re-back and re-edit the episodes and put, like, non-copyrighted music into it. Mm. That's what a lot of, like, those 90 things. But I do have a counterpoint for when you say, like, Dark Disney doesn't exist. There is an episode of Smart Guy where, uh, what was the little boy's name, TJ? Okay. I forgot that was a Disney show. 
he almost got molested by some grown man who was trying to get him to play video games in his basement. I remember that episode. I remember that episode. And I like how we were all as kids not supposed to know that that was what was going to happen. But as adults, you're like, oh, that was some predatory shit. It was like Emma from Degrassi. Fucking Emma. Fucking Emma. So that first episode, I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah, because you know how hard it is back then to upload a picture of yourself <clears throat> to the internet? Yeah. There was no, incredible. there wasn't even a MySpace then. You had to scan it. Yeah, which no one had a scanner ever. No. No, no one wanted to pay for that shit. Most, like, places where you could upload your picture, it was only, like, you could only do, like, one or two photos of yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, remember, like, on MySpace when you could only have, like, eight pictures? Yeah, I remember that. I used to hate uploading pictures on MySpace. I would have to, like, download them off my camera, put them, like, in a file drive, crop them, because they would be way too big. It's terrible. Now it's, like, fucking a breeze to upload shit on on your page. Right. Remember when having a camera was, like, a big thing? Oh, I used to love my camera, though. I had, like, a blue Nokia when they came out in the colors, like, pink, blue, and, like, black and white, I think, were the colors. I wanted it for Christmas. Oh, I know. I remember loving my cameras that I had. Oh, yeah. I wish I, like, found enjoyment in those things like I used to. Fucking that was iPod. Too fucking easy. Yeah, literally. When, like, fucking having CDs, buying CDs. It's sometimes so funny when you walk into Best Buy. Like, that's the one store that I always am so amazed by just because of how different it used to look. Oh, yeah. Like, it used to be nothing but CDs and DVDs. Now they don't even have those. Like, if they do, they have, like, a small little section. I don't even think they sell CDs, really. No, I haven't seen any. I know FYE does, but... Yeah, but FYEs also became, like, it's all, like, really pop culture shit. <clears throat> I love what they sell there. They sell some cute stuff there. That's, like, a good place to go for, like, Christmas. Yeah. When you want to buy, like, shit for people, like, easy, like, because, like, that's a place that, like, anyone can go for me, and I would be happy with anything I got there. Right. You know, like, that's, like, a my vibe type of place. Like, you just know who you would go there for. Right, but isn't it funny how, like, that was, like, a CD store, and they don't really sell CDs and DVDs? No, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that point. We used to get ripped off buying DVDs at FYE when we were kids. I'm thinking about that now. (laughs) When did we used to spend, how much money we used to spend on them? I just remember just thinking about it now that it was way too much money. Like, I think we were paying, like, $22 DVD. Jesus fuck, that's a lot. Money back then, we still don't have money. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I'm like, I don't know the fuck I was spending twenty dollars on a DVD for. Like, how dare I? That's ridiculous. But honestly, though, DVDs like back then, it just felt more valuable to own one. Oh yeah, like there's no streaming services. 
No, I remember, like, I was so amazed because, like, your grandma would go out on Fridays when there was new DVD releases and buy, like, all the new DVD releases. Wasn't that insane? She'd do that every single week. Like, my grandmother would buy... It didn't matter what it was. It was just whatever the new releases that week she would pick up. I believe it. I remember going to your house on the weekends... And you're like, we have a ton of options and they would just be like all these brand new DVDs. And I'm like, wow, like this is, I'm like, you know, in my young mind, I was like, damn, like this is the life. Right. And then she would take us out to breakfast. Like that shit was bomb. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, they got new movies and I get food. I'm like, fuck yeah. Right. I'm like, my mom refuses to spend $20 on DVD. She would go to Hollywood Video every week and buy out all the new releases. Good for her, honestly. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it just felt more valuable to own that kind of stuff. So, like, you didn't mind spending the money on it. Now you're like, fuck that, because you can spend $6 a month on a streaming channel. It would piss me off, though, because people would come over and they would look through our movies and (laughs) and they would be like, oh, this is so, this is so cool. I wanted to see that. And she'd be like, oh, you can just have it. <laughs> and I'd be like, don't give our movies away. Those are good yeah. movies. Yeah, you have some good shit. I remember she did that with, like, without a paddle. And I was like, Grandma, I really like that movie. <laughs> You're like, I plan on watching it more than once. Yeah, and she, like, went out and rebought it. Of course she did. Of course. That's like Grandma. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why. That's like the one thing I remember about your house. Like I remember a lot of things about your house, but that was like the one thing I just always took away from me. Yeah. And I would like go home and tell my parents all about it. Yeah. I'm like, Aaron's grandma buys new movies. And I was like, my mom like, good for Aaron's grandma. Yeah. <laughs> She's tired. <laughs> yeah. My mom's like, I'm not spending $20 on DVDs. Yeah, that's because she would go up there and buy all of her little fucking action movies that were like direct to fucking DVD. They were like her weird sci fi ones. Right. Fucking uh, Steven Seagal. And not even good Steven Seagal. It was like fucking now Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. She loves him. We love Steve. You know, it's almost like I can't stand when people are like, I don't watch TV. No one cares. <laughs> Me too, honestly, dude. That's like my pet peeve. And like everyone watches TV, fuck off. Right. Yeah, I don't like any of that shit. I mean, either. I'm like, you're lying. You're, I just know you're lying immediately. Well, even if you don't watch TV, like, why the fuck are you, why do you even need to say it? <laughs> like, that's my whole point of it. Right. Dude, I've been playing a lot of zombie games, I realize. Okay. So, like, my dreams have been fucked up for a while now. Like, I'm always running from zombie hordes. (laughs) What zombie games are you playing? Well, right now I'm playing Days Gone. I'm a biker. And I, my wife is missing. That's a good one. And I found her. But things aren't going too well right now. Okay. I have to, like kill these swarms of zombies and they don't fucking die. You have to burn them or bash them. But if they swarm you, you're fucked. Resident Evil used to give me weird dreams. Yeah, when the quarantine first started, I was replaying all of them. And the first three are still pretty fucked up. Like that first one used to, it gave me nightmares when I was a kid. The one 
What was the Resident Evil where it was like the guy was trying to find his wife? That was the last one that just came out. That was? I think it was Biohazard. Oh. Yeah, and you gotta like try to get away from like these fucking rednecks. But then it turns into like her being the main character. Yeah, because she's like infected. Okay, that that came out like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, they're making okay. a new one. Oh, okay, cool. That was a good one. That was I like enjoyed. I enjoyed watching that one being played. That was a good one. Yeah, I wasn't too. I don't really like first person games though. Like I kind of like being able to see. My- <clears throat> Oh, I gotcha. I think that's why I liked it so much, because I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like not being able to see the person that you're playing. They wanted you to play that one with VR. I can see that. That'd be a cool game to play with VR. Yeah. Also creepy. Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Is it weird that I'm, like, scared of, like, hillbillies? Like, because, you know, Texas Chainsaw and shit, and, like... The hills have eyes. Hills have eyes. It's just, like, I don't really want to deal with that. Honestly. Have you ever seen Deliverance? No. It was this movie that came out in the 70s with um, Burt Reynolds. Okay. And um, it's literally about, like, these city boys who get, like... Well, one of them gets raped by a redneck. And yeah. it's them just trying to survive and get away from these motherfuckers. You said he gets raped? Yeah. You never, you've never heard of that scene where it's like, no, squeal like a pig. No. Literally, it's Aaron. a famous fucking scene. No. He says that while he's yeah. doing it? Yeah, no. when he's like raping the guy. And like the other watching. friend is like, in, like watching it. But of course, he's like, I think he's, I don't think he's like there. Like they don't know he's there watching. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen the fucking movie. But yeah, that's like the most famous part from that fucking movie. Yeah, I'm not watching it. It's like... That um, awful. Like, spit on your grave. No, what's that? Is that a movie? <sighs> yeah, you want to know what it's about? No, I don't want to know what it's about. Are you sure? I can Google it later. I can Google it uh, later. Yeah, you're definitely not going to want to Google it. I've seen it on, like... I've seen it on, like... um amazon prime or something to watch yeah it's about like this girl who gets gang banged what and then she goes and kills them all what yeah and they've made like i think there's three of them oh yeah i've seen like the picture to this yeah is it good uh it's it's iconic is it, like, really terrible to watch? Yeah, it's a hard watch. I, you don't like gory shit like that. No, I don't want to see this at all. I saw one picture and I'm out. Yeah. It's more so just, like, it's a gory movie. Like, that's what it is. Got ya. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I was watching um this little, I started it. It's about, um I don't know if you ever heard of, like, that story about the daycare workers who like they went to like there was like this huge trial because they apparently oh. like molested the kids yeah it's pretty famous yeah and like the whole like did it happen or did it not mm-hmm. because it was like right in the middle of the like satanic panic <laughs> satanic panic i mean that whole that like on trial i think lasted a really long time i heard yeah or something and like people are like well 
like the case was just dismissed. It was never solved. It was never, they were never cleared. I don't know. It's like one of those ones where like, cause like I was watching, whatever I was watching, they were interviewing like actual witnesses. And I mean, these people were like five years old when it happened, but you know, like this woman swears to God, this shit happened to her. But that's one of those weird cases because they were saying like the psychologist were putting shit in their head. None of the stories matched up that these kids said. Well, there's like a whole thing about like how kids are talked to in like interviews or like confessions and how it's hard to get confession, like proper confessions out of younger kids because it just changes and how they'll like say things only because they're like mimicking the adult. Right. So there's like a lot of theories of like, it's just, do they throw, like, do they take it seriously or do they not because of that reason? Um, and I don't know if there was, was there even any evidence in that case that was no. like, yeah. That's why it got like dismissed. That's yeah. why nothing ever came from it. Cause like they had nothing except witness statements by kids and adult witness statements don't mean much in court. I think I saw that it was like the most expensive trial. Yeah. Well, That's what it was, ever because of how long it lasted and how I think it cost like millions of millions of dollars for the state to, to try to. So they probably just wanted to be fucking over with. Well, it's also one of those things where like people were building careers from this case. Oh yeah, for sure. Of course they were. So I don't know. I'm like halfway through it. And it's just like, it's so insane. Cause they're like, you know, they're claiming like these people, the school, hundreds upon hundreds of kids. Oh yeah. And like, they're talking like to these parents and like, it's interesting that the parents, like the one mother was like, well, my daughter believes she was. Okay. So I believe she was. All right, and you're like, so are you saying that like, there isn't something here? Cause these are like serious accusations. Like, oh, yeah. That case ruined that person, that whole family. Yeah, because they lost their business and shit. Oh, right. Well, and once you're labeled, you're, once you're labeled a child predator, like, what are you going to fucking do? Like, the fucking damage has been done. Yeah, you can't go back. Hello? You never answer your motherfucking phone. 